Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for TGIF, January 27th, 2023, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Okay, so today's fact of the day, FOD, is a bit more of a PSA of the day. You have about 10 weeks, at most, Jay, to use your friend's Netflix account. The streaming platform says that it will roll out paid sharing, a euphemism for its crackdown on password sharing, by the end of March. Jay, I've got to ask, are you one, a password leecher, or do you have any leechers on your account? I mean, unless you count my own kids as leechers, no. But I think we're allowed to have them on there. I am not. I used to be, but I feel like you should pay content creators. In this case, I pay for my own Netflix. I don't even want to ask you because I don't want you to like incriminate yourself. No, no, no. There's no incriminating to be had here. Well, a couple things. You know, one, Crave, I don't pay for. Crave, I share with my family. Now, the Netflix account, though, I pay the higher tier. I pay the highest tier. I actually recently looked at how much I pay for Netflix. It's like 30 bucks a month and lots of people access it or the max limit within that because I'm a generous person, Jay. So that's what I'm trying to get across here. So you're actually getting three DVDs in the mail every time. I'm getting three DVDs in the mail every single time. You know, I just watched The 40-Year-Old Virgin and wow, what a classic. (laughs) Aside from people leeching, but not on our Netflix accounts, what do we have for Peak Bells today? For our first story, big Supreme Court decision. For our second story, few layoffs for bankers. And for our last story, there is a surge of climatarians. For our first story, the country's top court is deciding whether pretend people can help defend real crimes. Brett, what is this all about? Okay, well, let me try to break it down for you, Jay. So the Supreme Court will rule on a case that carries far-reaching implications for how Canada's justice system considers the use of make-believe scenarios to strike down mandatory minimum sentences for crimes. This is all per the Globe and Mail. Mandatory sentences have been successfully overturned using hypothetical people that are used to assess whether a sentence could be considered cruel and unusual. Now, the case involves a man who shot bullets into a home for which the minimum is four years. Now, while his lawyers didn't dispute the sentence as cruel and unusual in his case, they used a made-up young person who'd shot a BB gun at a house to reduce his sentence to three and a half years. And it matters because mandatory minimum sentences are widely controversial, but so is the use of hypothetical scenarios to eliminate them. The government has repealed about 20 mandatory minimums, but depending on the ruling, a new government could move to reintroduce them. The bottom line is that in any case, the decision may at least create a national National standard. The Globe's Sean Fine writes, so many mandatory minimums have been struck down in various jurisdictions across the country that Canada now has a patchwork of sentencing provisions. For our second story, Canadian dealmaking fell 40% in 2022 and is currently down 50% from the same year. Now, despite this, workers at the country's top investment banks, they can all sleep pretty easy knowing their jobs are not in imminent danger. Now, that is a change from the past few days, Jay, where there's been lots of layoffs. What's going on in the banking world? Well, Canadian investment banks aren't expected to carry out mass layoffs like their American counterparts. Industry executives and headhunters, that's what they told Reuters, with some firms even considering boosting headcounts. Now, heads are rolling. U.S. investment banks. And they're rolling like the French Revolution, Jay, with Wall Street titans such as Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley cutting over 15,000 jobs in recent months. And here's why it matters. The reluctance to lay off bankers highlights some differences between the Canadian and American job markets. Canadian banks need to think twice about people left and right simply because the talent pool just isn't as deep. It's also costlier as Canadian employment laws are more restrictive about mass layoffs and severance packages are much, much higher. Reductions in salaries and bonuses are likely your cost-cutting measures than actual layoffs. So expect to see those. So let's zoom out a sec, Brett. Banking isn't the only industry that's safe-ish from layoffs. There are plenty of other sectors actively looking for more workers like healthcare and hospitality. Just look at Chipotle, which is seeking to hire 15,000 new employees across North America because, of course, burrito bowls are recession-proof. I could have told you that. We all know that. (laughs) 
for our third story. The food industry wants to appeal to a growing number of climatarians and regenivores. Yeah, here's what's driving the news, Jay. So climate anxiety is actually the driving story here. There's an increasing awareness about the risks of a changing climate and the role that food production plays in it. Now, as a result, more consumers are trying to make conscientious decisions about what kinds of food they buy based on things like carbon footprint and environmental impact. Eating climatarian is still a pretty new idea, but it's about to be replaced by regenivore, that movement, which is all about eating foods that can actually help to heal the planet. And Canes have been flocking to the organic aisle in recent years. Organic farming practices tend to require less energy and promote better soil health, which is good for the environment. Sure. Food companies see the trend and want to make sure they can cash in on it. Supermarket chain The Fresh Market lists climatarian and plant-based eating as two of its top five most delicious trends for 2023, while McDonald's just launched its double McPlant vegan burger in the UK and Ireland. Imagine walking in there and saying, hey, can I get three double McPlants? Just load up on them. With bacon, please? Yeah. <laughs> well, look, here's what else is happening. Canadian startup Sensible Hot Dogs recently raised $11 million in the public market on the back of its disruptive plant-based hot dog. Whole Foods, which made its name selling high-end organic groceries, is aiming to triple the number of new stores it opens annually. And it's a climate-friendly shift, but greenwashing, which is what some critics are calling this, can leave a sour taste. Now, lots of food production that are pitched as organic or made from quote-unquote real ingredients, they actually come from factory farms or include genetically modified components. For its part, Canada has a pretty strong framework for organic labeling, but climate-conscious Canadians need to be careful when choosing among imported foods. The European Union is planning to crack down on this kind of misleading marketing. One option under consideration is to make companies list their negative environmental impacts alongside any positive claims. And the USDA just published new organic labeling rules that will take effect in the March in the US. And here's why it matters, Brett. On top of calories and animal welfare, consumers are adding climate impact to the list of things to worry about when deciding what to eat. And food companies are paying attention. It's a booming business and they want to slice the organic, locally sourced, non-GMO pie. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thanks, Brett, and have a good weekend, Peak Pals. When you give me shock waves.